Welcome to the Everything You Need to Know About Business That They Don't Teach in Med School podcast. Our goal is to demystify the business concepts of private practice medicine and put you on a road to success, whether you're starting a new practice or have been in private practice for years. We are your hosts, Dr. Jessica Jamison and Amy Reynolds. Thank you for joining us. Remember, if you enjoy the content, hit subscribe so we can continue to bring this to you. Let's talk about business coaching. Whether your business is just starting out and needs help moving in the right direction, or your brand is established but has hit a plateau, a business coach will assist you in creating a plan for geometric growth and unprecedented success. Ascendant Business Coaching is a tailored program where you receive coaching from both a practice executive and a physician who have a proven track record in creating successful medical practices. Check out our website at www.ascendantcoaches.com to schedule a free consultation. That's www.ascendant C-O-A-C-H-E-S dot com. Welcome to episode two, the business plan. The three takeaways this week are number one, start with a template. Number two, establish your mission and vision clearly. Number three, find yourself some mentors or coaches. So let's launch into the first takeaway, which is start with a template. I think business plans can be extremely overwhelming and daunting. I think when you sit down as a physician who probably has like zero business knowledge to begin with, and someone asks you to create a 35-page document on the business side of things, it becomes overwhelming. And so that's why we really suggest that you start with a business plan template. Many people have done this before you. The general things that are included on a business plan are pretty similar from business to business. And so starting with that template gives you just an understanding of what needs to be included, and then you can tailor that and and kind of elaborate from there. Where are some of the best places you think, Amy, to find these templates? They are all over online. You go to Small Business Association, the SBA.com. They've got great business plan templates available. We do offer an opportunity for physicians to be able to purchase one of our templates that we have and um, at www.pracexcel.com and you can you can have one that's more tailored to business or to to uh, healthcare private practice but you can find them anywhere okay so you just want to fill in you want to know your area you want to know where you're located you want to know the costs associated with real estate you want to know your allowables you want to know your market share your competition uh what equipment you need there's just um, so many different variables and uh having that business plan template will really allow you to organize all of that information. And it's going to take some time. I mean, it's going to really take a lot of time, but I think it's really well worth it. Um, it's it's typically something that's required if you're going to try to get a loan to start your practice. And so really having that kind of penned out is going to be well worth the time it takes you to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to think about no bank is going to loan a physician money, even though you've spent so many years in school, you know this, you are experts in your field, but a bank still wants to see everything documented, everything um, 
projected as much as possible so that they can justify this expense of loaning you money. Okay, number two, establish your mission and vision clearly. Amy, I'm going to let you talk about this. I know you've, you're pretty passionate about this, and you and I have had some long, deep discussions about what this means and how important it is to a practice really early on. It is. I feel like if you read any leadership book out there, you are going to learn about the importance of establishing the mission of your organization. You know, we see this in families, too silly thing but my family my i've got four kids and married to a great guy and we actually have our little our little mission statement as a family and it allows everyone to be on the same page of what they want to do and what kind of culture you want to be able to have within your organization that unity is paramount to a successful practice and you think about any team any group of people, if they're on the same page, if they have a unifying goal, then their success will be phenomenal. And I think you really have to be proactive about this. You can't just sort of say, oh, you know, I'm a good person. My partners are good people. We're going to create a great environment for people to want to work in because uh, it oftentimes doesn't happen. So if you don't take the bull by the horns on this and decide what you want it to be like when people come to work for you, um, you're really going to be missing out. I know at the beginning, we we established our vision and our mission statement, and we had some cards put up, and we gave them to everybody and had them put at their workstation. Um, we had them put in the break room. We, we really wanted to ensure that people understood what the mission and the values of the organization were uh, from the second they stepped foot into this uh, into this facility. So I think that uh, suffice it to say, it it should not be underestimated how important that is because this is some place that you are going to come to work every day for many, many years likely, and you want the best people to want to come work there. And a lot of that is the culture and the and the vision and the mission and your purpose. And so I, uh, I would echo that sentiment that it's really crucial, especially early on in practice. And take the time to really determine what you want. Take a take a trip with your business partners and just remember that the culture comes from the top down always okay number three find some mentors or coaches boy this is uh this is something that i think i didn't really start to see the value of until about year two and then it's one of those things where once you start having a, a either a business coach or a mentor that you meet with frequently you realize how much more help you could have gotten had you done it early on. So I think, you know, for me, a business coach is a tax write-off, right? I, I pay my business coach every month and that's uh, that's a tax write-off to me, which I can always use. And so um, having someone who can guide me through some of these uh, decision-making processes and it's it's uh, it's really invaluable and I, I can't stress it enough. Somebody who's gone through the process already, uh, a mentor down the street, maybe somebody from your fellowship class, something like this, I think can be really helpful from a, um, a practice management standpoint. Um, really, what I talk to my business part, uh, my business coach, the most about is is human interactions and human management. And I think that um, having an extra set of, set of ears and kind of a third party um, is is extremely important because you are you've just become the leader of an organization which will consist of anywhere from two to seventy employees or more. Um, and so the human interaction piece is, is the piece that for me and probably for most physicians becomes the most challenging over time and having someone to run ideas off of to kind of rehearse. I remember the first time we had to fire someone, I rehearsed with my business coach for like 
three straight weeks about how I was going to say things. What, what if she says this and she says this? I mean, the role playing was like incessant. And at the end of the day, I felt prepared going in to fire someone. I'd never fired someone before. I couldn't even imagine that I had to go in and tell someone you can't work for my organization, even though it was well-deserved and, <laughs> and on and on, it's a horrible feeling. And so having somebody to kind of run that by, I think um, it was huge for me. You know, I, I think a good thing to remember is you want the right fit. We had a business consultant when we first started that was not a good fit with the personalities of, of the partners. And it's okay to say, you know what, I know you might know something about this, but you're not a right fit. So we're going to find someone else. And I, you know, I think that's, that's a perfect thing to do. You want to, if you're going to invest in paying a consultant and in paying a business coach, you want to make sure it's the right fit and that you trust that person and that they really know what they're doing. So ask questions and, and make sure that you are getting what, what you need to be successful. All right. So in conclusion on our business plan talk today, the three takeaways start with a template, establish that mission and vision clearly, and find some mentors and coaches who can help guide you along the way. As always, feel free to email us with thoughts, ideas, and suggestions at info at ascendantcoaches.com. And thanks for listening. Have a good day. Thinking of starting a private practice? Not sure where to start or what to do? Join our Practice Accelerator course, where we walk you through the ins and outs of getting started. Sign up at www.pracxcel.com. That's www.praccel.com. Dr. Jessica Jamison and Amy Reynolds are not serving you as licensed professionals. They are not providing accounting, tax, legal, financial, healthcare, therapeutic advice, diagnosis, or treatment. As such, this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be considered personalized advice.